From a restaurant near you, Wendy's presents a Mighty GoBot offer for your kids. GoBots, GoBots. Mighty GoBots have come to Wendy's. Six special edition GoBots, 99 cents each with any purchase. Six robots disguised as mighty vehicles. Your kids can pretend they're from Gobatron, but you can only get them at Wendy's. A different GoBot each week, 99 cents each. Okay, wait. Is this week's Rocketship.fm sponsored by the GoBots at Wendy's from the 1980s? I mean, it, it does sound like it, doesn't it? Yeah, what, what's going on here? Okay, no. Wendy's is not one of today's sponsors, um, but... That Wendy's ad from the 1980s is actually pretty relevant today. Not because GoBots are making some sort of comeback, but, well, robots are making a comeback, at least at Wendy's. Okay, I I think I see this all coming together. Robots, Wendy's. We're going to talk about how Wendy's is using AI and underground robots to serve food to its customers even faster. Do I have that right? Yes. Well, all of that is true. And in fact, they are rolling out a new pilot program featuring AI and another program featuring underground robots, along with other interesting technologies. And they're doing it right here in my home state of Ohio, at least just a couple hours of a drive south of me in Columbus. And yes, we're going to get into all of that today, as well as talk about other stories involving robots and food. Okay, well, let's get into it then, right after we roll this short intro. Welcome to Rocketship.fm. Rocketship FM is produced in partnership with Product Collective. We are your hosts, Michael Saka. And I'm Mike Belsito. Before we get started, let's pause to hear from our sponsors. As AI continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation we can't ignore. AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. HackerOne employs over 2 million ethical hackers, and 750 of them specialize in prompt hacking and other AI security and testing. So HackerOne isn't just theorizing, they're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large company, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com slash AI for more. Again, HackerOne.com slash AI. This episode is sponsored by Porkbun.com. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar that's different from the other ones like GoDaddy or Namecheap. They've got low prices on hundreds of different domain extensions. They've got everything from .com domains to really cool ones like .pro, .dev, .xyz. Every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies too, like SSL certificate, who is privacy, DNS, URL forwarding, and hosting trials. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All these incredible features and tools are backed by incredible support, 365 days a year, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. Look, you can get a dollar off your next domain name from Porkbun and see why they're the best domain name register around by using our code. Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocketchipfm24. That's porkbun, P-O-R-K-B-U-N.com 
forward slash rocketshipfm24, you'll save a dollar on your next domain. This episode is brought to you by Gigantic. At Gigantic, you can level up your product skills through live small group cohort based trainings. We're incredibly excited to welcome you to our next cohort of our product strategy training kicking off in January of 2024. This course will take you through the frameworks that product leaders use at companies like eBay, DoorDash, Groupon, Rent the Runway in order to scale their teams. It's taught by Ben Foster, a friend of this podcast, who is the former chief product officer at Whoop. So come join us go to gigantic.is that's gigantic.is and save your seat for our january cohort your potential is gigantic and we're here to help you reach it go to gigantic.is to reserve your seat today All right, so for today's episode, again, food and robots, uh, specifically, Wendy's just announced a brand new pilot program in a collaboration with Pipedream, a hyper-logistics company to bring mobile orders from the kitchen to the customer in the parking lot via underground robots and tunnels. It sounds like the future, but this is 2023, and it's happening right here. Here's Chip Brewster from WGN News with more on that. Have you guys ever used that tube transportation system at a bank drive-up? Well, how would you feel about getting your fast food order through something similar? Wendy's thinks it has potential. The burger chain announced Wednesday they are partnering with hyper-logistics company Pipedream to install a test pilot system into an existing restaurant later this year. Wendy's U.S. chief operations officer believes pipe delivery can get orders out more quickly and, quote, unlock greater mobile order speed of service. As you see in the concept photo, the instant pickup portals would be positioned next to parking spots. Patrons would place their order and the technology would use autonomous robots to transport meals underground to their vehicle. Okay, so wait a minute. How does this work? You pull up, the robot comes out of the ground to bring you your food? Sort of. I mean, imagine pulling into a parking lot and the first few spots right near the building They have these kiosks right next to them. And inside that kiosk, um, well, there's a speaker uh, sort of on the outside of it. And inside of it, there's a little tunnel that makes its way underground and into the restaurant. So you just pull up to that kiosk. You tell the crew members that you're there. You want your food. And then, yeah, this autonomous robot will travel through the set of tunnels to deliver your food right to you in a matter of seconds. All right. This is fascinating. (laughs) This is all made possible through a collaboration with Pipe Dream, which is a hyper-logistics company that uses temperature-controlled delivery technology that should help prevent food from getting cold while it travels underground to you, I guess. Yeah. And here's one of Wendy's executives, Matt Spessard. It's SVP and global CTO. Um, Here's what he had to say. He said, as mobile ordering preferences increase, we're thrilled to be the first quick service restaurant to partner with Pipedream, leveraging their unique delivery technology and system with the goal of reinventing digital pickups to bring more Wendy's to more people as quickly and efficiently as possible. The CEO of Pipe Dreams Labs, Garrett Scott, the company that Wendy's is collaborating with, had some things to say about the partnership as well. He posted a Twitter thread that read, Pipe Dream's mission is to make hyperlogistics possible this decade. 
A city reaches hyper-logistics when you can have things delivered reliably in under 10 minutes for less than a dollar and send things back just as easily as you receive them. What was missing to make this work was a system that allowed objects to move in and out of buildings and through and in between cities as cheaply and easily as running water. We have been laser focused on building that system and making it as cheap and easy to implement as possible. Yeah, he goes on and says even more. He says, instant pickup plays an important role in this. The best thing about it is that it solves both an immediate and long-term problem. First, retailers loved curbside pickup, but the labor to make it convenient was too expensive. Instant pickup solves this for them. But instant pickup also solves a much bigger problem. DoorDash president Christopher Payne has said that the hardest problem in automated logistics is that the first 100 and the last 100 feet is impossible to meaningfully close through automation today. Instant pickup solves this as well. Once an order enters the system in back of house, it can then be quickly sent to any portal on that network to be handed off to a customer, delivery driver, or eventually self-driving car, drone, or even directly into a city's pipe dream network all without a human in the loop. He goes on to say that they will launch instant pickup by the end of the year and announce more locations and partners soon. But of course, they have a lot to learn. So it's clear it's very, very, very much a pilot, but really interesting technology nonetheless. And this is happening right near you in Ohio. Are you going to go, Mike? Yeah, well, I would love to go. I mean, I should clarify, these autonomous robot delivery kiosks Actually, it hasn't been announced where they'll be tested, but Wendy's has even more technology that they've recently announced, and that is going to be in Ohio. Ooh, okay, okay, like like what? Well, the technology involves AI. Of course it does, right? <laughs> Everybody has to have an AI strategy these days, it seems. So why not Wendy's? Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. Anyway, here's a Yahoo News segment with more on what this all means for Wendy's. Wendy's is partnering with Google Cloud to bring AI to its drive throughs Now, this is called Wendy's Fresh AI. The pilot kicks off in June in Columbus, Ohio area at a company-operated restaurant. Brooke De Palma is here with those details. Brooke, it sounds exciting. Good afternoon. It certainly does sound exciting. Pretty interesting here. I'm eager to see how exactly it works. But as you noted, this is one of uh, the first partnerships that have come out of this collaboration between Google uh, Google Cloud and Wendy's. That partnership began in 2021. This is called Wendy's Fresh AI. The first pilot of Wendy's Fresh AI sets launch in June in Columbus, Ohio, near its headquarters in Dublin, Ohio. Now, in addition to that, the company wants you to know that the AI technology has the ability to understand made-to-order requests, which they say includes billions of different combinations. For example, if a customer asks for a large milkshake, this technology will know that they're asking for a frosty. In addition to that, they said that it'll be as natural as interacting with employees, eager to see if customers think so as well. And in this pilot, customers can expect a female voice. Now, what you also need to know is that Wendy's expects here to improve speed, accuracy, and consistency with this automated technology. And based on this top pilot, Wendy's is looking for a few key things. In addition to that drive-through speed, the customer is also taking a closer look at order averages. They hope to 
see a boost in sales with upselling opportunities that the AI technology will offer, like larger sizes, asking customers perhaps if they want a Frosty with their orders, in addition to daily specials. And this comes as drive-through remains a key opportunity for Wendy's. About 75 to 80% of Wendy's customers prefer drive-through. Now, Sean, that's a big jump compared to roughly two-thirds before the COVID-19 pandemic. And Wendy's hoping to be not only a game-changer here, but a leader in AI technology in the drive-through. Okay, so Wendy's coming in hot 2023. They've got autonomous delivery robots and now AI order takers. Well, yeah. I mean, you got to upsell those Frosties, right? I mean, I guess so. But it, it sort of makes sense, I suppose. I mean, do you need a human to actually take the order from people? I suppose if an AI system could easily take the order, do so accurately, maybe not, right? At least they wouldn't have to deal with an AI robot calling off last minute and leaving them short-staffed. Yeah, well, that's true. Although the accuracy of taking orders, that's something to keep an eye on because Wendy's actually isn't the first food service company to use AI bots inside of the restaurants. There have been others, especially these days when AI is all what anybody wants to talk about. Let's go back to that Yahoo News segment. We're going to hear a little bit more about other companies using AI today. We heard McDonald's mention it in their earnings call. But in addition to that, they also teamed up with IBM back in 2021 to further accelerate and to development um, and deployment of their automated voice ordering technology. We've heard some customer feedback about the accuracy of it. A bit of a, a rough start there. Wingstop in March partnered with AI voice startup Converse Now. They're running a pilot where they're, order, uh, they're using voice AI-powered virtual, virtual assistants to take customers' phone orders at select locations. We're also seeing Yum! brands using recommended ordering to understand how much food is needed at restaurants. And Chipotle using AI for kitchen management to streamline operations. They also introduced Chippy, the robot, and what they call an AI kitchen assistant to make chips. Wait a minute. Chippy, the robot? Yes, Chippy, the robot. Here's Brian Sazi from Yahoo Finance with more on Chippy and his employer, Chipotle. They have linked up with a company called Miso Robotics uh, to launch Chippy at their Irvine, California. Then you can see an actual human chef cutting limes inside Chipotle. And there is Chippy, the magical robot here, that will uh, make uh, Chipotle's chips inside of its uh, test facilities in Irvine, California. Now, Chippy is going to find his way into a new Southern California Chipotle restaurant. Unclear the precise location, but I would venture taking a trip out to that location just to see Chippy and get his autograph. Uh, but overall, this is another, re another example of fast food chains trying to find ways to address the worker shortage. And so that's what it's all about, finding a way to get around the lack of staff willing to work. I, I know that's a hot topic these days. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure it's a part of it. I mean, they'll say they want to reduce the strain on the staff that they have and make it a better work experience for them. But, you know, when Chippy's making the chips, <laughs> the other staff can be empowered to do their jobs better. But... That's just me, you know, being a Chipotle executive making a quote right there. But 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 let's be real, right? These types of things, they're partly tech advances, but they're also cost-saving measures, right? I mean, the more tech they can implement, the less staff they need. And with the cost of staff rising, initiatives like this really help. Well, look, we should take a break here. But when we come back, we'll go from Chippy to Flippy. <laughs> yes, Flippy is a thing, but we're going to break first and, and we'll get to Flippy. All right, let's do it. When Rain Wilson realized he had a special gift for talking people to sleep, he had two choices. Construct a massive speaker that would blast his voice to every person in the country or 
invent a talking pillow. AT&T Business eventually talked him into the pillow thing. And backed by a reliable network, the only network with built-in security controls, Sleep With Rain was a hit. Take your ideas to the moon and beyond at business.att.com. That's business.att.com. This episode is brought to you by Yahoo Finance. Wouldn't it be great if you could see all of your investment and retirement accounts in one place? With Yahoo Finance, you can consolidate your views with multiple accounts into one hub and access the expert analysis you need to tend to your entire portfolio with confidence. Honestly, this has been a lifesaver for me. I've used Yahoo Finance to consolidate all of my various 401k and investment accounts so I can see everything all in one place. And it makes it incredibly easy to manage. So if you're struggling with that, check out Yahoo Finance. For over 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart a great investor. And that's how Yahoo Finance ensures that you have the insights to look at your wealth in its entirety. So go to yahoofinance.com. That's yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. Before the break, we heard about some new tech advancements that Wendy's was making with autonomous robots and AI. But these advancements in tech, particularly with the robots, it's nothing new in food service. We heard about other companies dipping their toes in the fryer. (laughs) I see what you did there, Mike. Dad's got a dad joke, Michael, right? (laughs) Anyway, we heard about McDonald's and Chipotle, and, you know, Chipotle has Chippy, but did you know White Castle, they have Flippy. Hmm. And and you're sure you're not making this up? <laughs> I'm not making this up <laughs> at all. Here's a CNBC special segment called, Will Robots Replace the Food Workers with More on Flippy? With its mechanical arm and using computer vision technology, Flippy can cook everything from French fries and onion rings to cheese sticks. White Castle said it plans to add 100 flippies to its kitchens nationwide. We used to need two people to operate that French fry area during peak hours, and now we are able to only have one person operating that area. Fast food jobs are demanding, quick moving, and sometimes even dangerous. But not for robots. When you look at the restaurant industry, it's a little bit late to the party in adopting automation and robotics in particular. That was Mike Bell, not Mike Belsito, me, but Mike Bell. Mike Bell's the CEO of Miso Robotics, the company behind the technology of both Chippy and Flippy. You realize this is starting to sound like an April Fool's episode, right, Mike? <laughs> I, I know. I know, but it's all real. It's all real. In fact, Mike Bell, as we heard, he'd argue that fast food is actually late to the game in implementing robotic technology into its processes. Uh, Let's go back to that CNBC segment and let's learn a little bit more about Miso Robotics. We're going to hear from Rob Anderson, one of the other co-founders and the head of mechanical engineering, as well as Mike Bell, their CEO, once again in this clip. Miso Robotics got its start in 2016 with a handful of engineers in a Pasadena, California garage. Two years later, the company launched Flippy at a nearby Caliburger restaurant. Flippy's first job was turning over a hamburger patty after it was placed on a grill by a human chef. But the company quickly pivoted to fried foods, rolling out a portable fryer station for baseball games at Dodger Stadium. This was really the peak throughput test for us. 
Can Flippy keep up with in between innings at a Dodger game and everybody goes to the concession stand? Can we meet that demand? In 2021, Miso launched Flippy 2 using a mounted rail system, AI, and computer vision technology that can identify and track food as it moves through the structure. Although it has a camera, tablet, and robotic arm, engineers say the real tech is in the software. The hard thing to get right about this product is having the computer vision, the algorithms that plan the cook cycle, and the software that manages the robotic motion to all work together so that it's as reliable as a refrigerator and it does the job. Food is dispensed directly from the freezer into a basket. The robot's computer vision identifies the type of food and places it in the appropriate fryer. Once the food is cooked, the basket is taken out of the fryer, shaken, and dumped to a holding area where it is bagged by a worker. For those of us who have been in a restaurant, this is exactly the same process that is done today by a human. He's constantly playing like a multi-frame game of chess in his mind, understanding where to be next, so his sequence of movements is precise and he doesn't undercook or overcook food. It's interesting. In the video, which I encourage everyone to go online and watch again, the segment is, Will Robots Replace the Food Workers? You can see this futuristic arm flipping burgers and dropping fries into a fryer even. Yeah, it's pretty fascinating to watch Flippy do his work. And while I never got to see Flippy in real life, I did get to personally witness robots doing their thing on the Bowling Green State University campus last year when I took my son to see a football game. Now, I'm a BG alum, and... I enjoy going back time to time for, you know, football games, hockey games, that sort of thing. And all right, what were the robots doing? Serving up beer on the quad? That sounds like a college thing that robots might do these days. <laughs> well, they weren't doing that. Or really, I mean, maybe they were doing that. <laughs> they weren't specifically beer robots, but they were food delivery robots. And there were these small little, almost like tank-like vehicles, not any bigger than, say, an oversized package. And there's rolling around on campus, bringing food from nearby restaurants right to students on campus. Here's a story on that program at BGSU from News 5, which is an ABC affiliate right near me, actually, in Cleveland, Ohio. This is back from 2021. BGSU was the first university in Ohio to offer this robot food delivery service to students and staff back in March 2020. In the works for years, they launched right before the pandemic hit and folks started hungering down. I think it's one of those cool things that um, BGSU was at the right place at the right time. It's a partnership between the university's dining service, Chartwells, and Starship Technologies. The little robots go about four miles an hour. They can operate through rain and snow, carrying pizzas, groceries, drinks, you name it. More than a dozen sensors and GPS help guide their paths. Also with the mapping process, they are told where's a safe place to go and where's not a safe place to go. So they can only cross at certain crosswalks. Sometimes it's really funny to laugh at them because they get stuck or they just sit there and stare at each other. Hey, robots will be robots, right? Robots will be robots. Yeah, they will. And they even get into robot staring contests, apparently. <laughs> anyway, it's a super interesting program. Definitely one I wish that I had access to when I was back at BG. Yeah, for sure. It's it's fascinating. And if you were curious, the Buckeye Community Arts Network, they actually did a segment on this initiative. Um, here's BCAN's Allie Ray interviewing John Zachrich, the director of marketing and PR for BGSU. And Allie asked John about what the day in the life is like for these robots. But really, they start off about 6 a.m. every day, starting over at Dunkin' Donuts. Um, there's a fleet of currently about 55, I believe, that are currently running. Um, so they wake up, 
get put out into the university as orders start picking up. Um, you'll see them across campus going to different locations, which is really cool. Um, they run for about from 6 a.m. to a little bit before midnight. Um, and then once they get a little bit before midnight, they head back to their home over at uh, near McDonald Residence Hall um, and they get charged up for the next day. So how do these robots get deliveries? How do they actually get a job? Within iPhone, Android, basically any smartphone, there's an app that you uh, students can download, um, community members can download, and they actually can go through to all of our menus, pick their items. So you can drop the pin of where you'd like your food delivered. Um, once you drop that and hit go, the process starts. So we have our staff make the food, they um, place the uh, food inside of the robot. Once it's in the robot, it takes off. The robots are cool. They've got, they have six cameras. Um, they travel at a speed of about four to five miles per hour, um, and they just go along their way. Um, they can sense if there's something around them. They can sense if something's wrong. These robots even start their days off at Dunkin' Donuts. They're just like us, Mike, right? <laughs> they are, right? It sure <laughs> seems like it. Anyway, we're going to pause here one more time for a break, and we'll be back with more. Okay, before the break, we learned about how robots are taking over the food service <laughs> world from kitchen assistants like Chippy and Flippy, uh, both creations of Miso Robotics working at restaurants like Chipotle and White Castle, all the way to food delivery robots on the campus of my alma mater at Bowling Green State University. But what's the inspiration for all these robots? Is it convenience? Is it the cool factor? It could be part of it, but there are others that may say the real inspiration is the bottom line. Because the more restaurants invest in robots, the less they'll have to invest in one very expensive cost center, people. Let's go back to that CNBC segment. We're going to learn a little bit more about Miso Robotics and its financial model for its flippy robot and how that may play a big impact on whether or not fast food restaurants may be less reliant on people in the future. Miso charges restaurants about $3,500 a month for a Flippy 2 under its robot-as-a-service model. The company charges an additional fee of about $10,000 for installation. By comparison, the median hourly wage of fast food workers in the U.S. is just $12.07 an hour. There were roughly 11.7 million restaurant workers in the U.S. in 2022. But Flippy 2 is different. Flippy 2 works around the clock. We have many 24-hour locations where Flippy 2 is installed. Flippy doesn't call in sick. And there it is. Flippy doesn't call in sick, works 24-7. It's the perfect employee, isn't it? I'm sure that's what most food service companies are thinking. And in their defense, there do seem to be fewer people that are willing to take on work lately. I mean, pretty much every fast food restaurant that I drive by seems to be promoting the fact that they need workers. You walk in, they sure seem short-staffed. Let's go back to that CNBC segment again, where we're going to hear from various restaurant workers. But meager salaries, fewer teenagers in the workforce, and fear of COVID have been a drain on fast food restaurants. Job openings at restaurants and hotels reached 1.3 million in November 2022, the 20th consecutive month with over a million vacancies. Bars and restaurants make up about 90% of those positions. A typical fast food worker makes about $26,000 a year compared with a concierge at a hotel who can earn more than $37,000. During a pandemic, we face a lot of staffing challenges and things are better, but there are still challenges with um, staff in many locations. To assist workers, White Castle added Flippy to take over its fry station. The robot cooks food more consistently and doesn't require time off. And I think some restaurants are also looking at this as a way of well, this robot is expensive, 
but is it cheaper than however many employees I would need to hire, especially because a lot of workers have not been sticking around as long as they're used to. Turnover is another headache for the industry. Prior to the pandemic, the restaurant industry faced a workforce turnover of 130%, according to Panera Bread CFO Michael Bufano. At the same time, low-wage workers made up 43% of the U.S. workforce. As you look at the labor allocation within the restaurant, that's being able to ship one human from that station somewhere else, and that's saving every single month probably somewhere around $700 to $900 in actual profit. So yes, hire fewer workers, deal with fewer headaches from your human staff, bring in some robots, and... Profit. Yeah, it's a hard value proposition to ignore, right? Yeah, one one thing is for sure. We're going to see more and more of these robots pop up, whether it's in the kitchen or on the streets making deliveries. Or when we pull up to fast food restaurants and they pop up out of these <laughs> underground tunnels, right? Yeah, I mean, honestly, at this point, who knows where else? <laughs> it all sounds like the Jetsons, but here it is right now. So we are living in the Jetsons. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where things go from here whether the additional robots means less people, more profits, who knows. But we're going to wrap things up here. We might have to revisit this one uh, maybe in a couple of years, see how things develop. Maybe sooner, honestly. But yes, for Mike Belsito, I'm Michael Saka. You've been listening to Rocketship.fm. Thank you so much for listening to Rocketship.fm. It is your support that keeps the show going. If you can, take a second and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps out the show so much. We're also part of the Podglomerate Network. And if you'd like to listen to more great shows from the Podglomerate, go to thepodglomerate.com to see the full show listings. Rocketship.fm is produced in partnership with Product Collective, a community for product people. Go to productcollective.com and get access to our weekly newsletter, live video interviews, Slack community, product job board, and a whole lot more. Again, just go to productcollective.com.